Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to the Save Continue podcast. My episode name is 147. Is it? Yeah. 147 episodes. My name is Ryan. Uh, there's Shanae right there. Hi, guys. Uh, that's also Tom. Hello. Uh, what we do is we sit here and we talk about video games every week. 147 times we've done this. Yep. More than that. Sure. There's some lost episodes. Yeah. <laughs> lost levels. Yeah. Uh... How are you, Tom? Okay. Not too bad. I've uh, been busy. Working more than I should. Yeah. But, you know, I'm here. Here to tell the tale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you played any video games this week? Uh, very little. What did I play? I played a little bit of the first Orcs Must Die last night. You like it? Yeah, it's super fun so far. I'm only, like, I'm only a few levels in, but Abs says he'll play with me if I want to do co-op. So that's a com- that game's a combination of tower defense and third person. Yeah, I mean, I would just call it a tower defense game. There, it is third person, and you do shoot. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's weird to me when we talk about genres in games, and like need to put little like subgenres onto them, right? Mm-hmm. Because like it's a tower defense. Right. Plants vs Zombies, whether you like it or not, that's a tower defense game. You know. Uh, it's like a fighting game, right? Like, okay, Smash Brothers and Tekken and Street Fighter are all three very different, but they're still fighting games. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I played a bit of Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition. Mm-hmm. Ooh, because you get that for free if you own the original on Steam. How was the remastering? Uh, if you, like, really want to play it in a higher resolution get it if not it's like nothing's been changed about the game really yeah you know like i can't tell a difference from playing the original which i played on steam like a few months ago yeah. so it's whatever uh is the blowing stuff up still fun oh yeah i mean it's still an awesome game but if you're buying it just to see visual upgrades i think you'll be disappointed right on tom yeah uh anything else no all right you should have you played any video games this week uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Okay. A lot. I've been catching so many. Is that, is that game coming back? Is it back? It's, it's good. Uh, I mean, it's never really gone, dude. They just had... It was just sleeping. I mean, there was a drop-off, but there's always a drop-off when a game is that popular, you know? But it was... It's consistently had a fuck ton of players. Yeah, I feel like this summer it's been coming back around. I've been seeing more, uh, maybe it's just because I'm back into it that I'm, like, noticing people playing it. Sure. And also now that I go work in a museum area, that I see people around the museum playing it. So you have to go out there with the hose and tell them to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, do you ever have to get, do that? Get it. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty fun. They just had like a Articuno Day a Friday. Articuno. It's like big. Oh, or Saturday. Is it? Yeah. yeah it's like a okay. legendary. Pokemon. You gotta put it into terms I can understand. I know what a big bird is. Uh, it's an icy big bird. Okay. It's a blue mm-hmm. icy big bird. Okay. Uh, that's hard to find. And, um, then today they just had, like, a community day where you can catch, like, squirtles that have, uh, like, squirrel squad glasses. Mm-hmm. And then right now they're doing, like, the month, uh, Pikachus with, like, little hats and sunglasses, too. Okay. Uh, yeah. you catch one of those? Yeah, I've caught a bunch of them. They're everywhere. Okay. Um, I now have a Raichu with sunglasses, so that's pretty sweet. 
Um, yeah, it's been like it's been pretty fun. I've been getting back into it. You like interact more with other players, uh, which is something I really enjoy. Birdo's getting more on the IVs. I just <coughs> wanna, I just want to catch one of everything. Wait, more on the what? Uh, like their stats and stuff like that. Uh, I think I've asked you this before, but do you plan to take your Pokemon Go Pokemon into Let's Go? I didn't know it was a thing until you told me about it, and then I said I was down. It's a thing, but once you take them into Let's Go, they're gone from Pokemon Go. Forever. Oh. Maybe some of the ones I don't care about as much. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, I'm playing a lot of Pokemon Go, uh, still reading a lot, and then, uh, and, uh, playing Kingdom Hearts Break by Sleep. It's been also really fun to play Pokemon Go with my dog, because it's a good way to tire her out, and also, like, I get to play Pokemon. I thought you meant your dog played it too. Yeah, because I was a, no, my follow up question was going to be does she know what a Pokemon is? No. Though, like, she's really good about, like, whenever I need to stop to, like, catch something, because, like, being a bitch to catch, I can't just, like, flick at it. I'll stop, and, like, she's now, like, used to it, and she'll just, like, sit down and look at me and wait till I'm like, alright, let's go. So she, she, so she can do that? Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. My sister had a cat who used to play Diablo 3 with Ryan. What do you mean had? Is he? Well, no, he's still alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Barely, but he's still alive. <laughs> you look so concerned. Well, I mean, he's a he's a he's an old man, but yeah, he's ancient. He uh, he would he would sit in my lap. Ancient Japanese man. And uh, he would sit in my lap and like curl up and while I while while I would grind out levels in Diablo three for like hours at a time. When he got tired, he would just lift your hand up and move it around. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a good man. Um, That's actually one thing I did play a little bit of is Diablo three. Really? Uh, did you play? Were you playing with other people or? Well, uh, Bradley's been playing it. Oh. So I was just showing him, you know, uh, other classes with all of my maxed out characters. Bradley. But if, uh, if I had to guess, Bradley's a barbarian. Man. He is a barbarian. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking about. Maybe doing the whole necromancer bullshit. Necromancer is we'll pretty see. fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Is it thirty dollars fun though? A class for thirty dollars? It's that fun? Well, well, you I, know, like how do you quantify? Like how do you quantify fun versus money spent? I don't know, man. I just don't think. Like do you when do you, Overwatch when okay so the you know it's developed by Blizzard right when the same company is giving you <clears throat> new characters in one game for free over and over and yeah. over again for free yeah. But expecting you to pay $30 for this one class who's very similar, unless they greatly changed the Necromancer from Diablo 2's Necromancer, quite similar to the Witch Doctor. They do actually play yeah. fairly differently. So um, I guess in my way, in my view, I would, like the way I quantify fun versus money spent is like how much, how many hours of fun I get out of it. Sure. Um, I mean, I seriously doubt that I'll play adventure mode in that game ever again. Sure. You know? Yeah. Probably just take them through the campaign once. Yeah. Um, Max them out, and that's it. But even looking looking back at that, like... Like, I'm not going to paragon that guy, you know? Sure. But, like, looking back on it, and it's funny because, like, when I do play Diablo 3, it's not as an agromancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had I had a lot of fun going through it that, uh, that first time, but... Uh, I don't know. I think I think he's more like, I think that class is more like, ten dollars fun. Yeah. Maybe fifteen dollars fun. Um, 
But I, I don't know. I think I think you would like it. Though. I'll say this: it does bother me when I see the platinum trophy yeah. and there's a chunk missing from the percentage because of that DLC. You know. Wait a second. Because it added more trophies. Right. So. Am I platinum though? No, your platinum's still there, but you, now you're at like eighty something percent. I see. I see. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know what I like. Here, what you've been playing this week, Ryan? You ever heard of a game called Plarenos Battlegrounds? Mm. Is, is that you? like Fortnite? It's like Fortnite. If uh, it's really, it's it's copying Fortnite yeah, a lot. Sure. Um, <laughs> Fortnite was the original. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been playing a lot of Plarenos Battlegrounds. Never gotten remotely close. I haven't been. I haven't been close to a chicken dinner. Since that first time I played, you were very close that time. Yeah, I think you were third, fourth. I was third. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Your first time playing. But uh, never. But I am actually having markedly more fun playing it than I was that time. Um, I'm to the point where I will watch videos mm -hmm. on the internet about like people like giving me tips and uh, pro tips level and strats. I've been looking tips at some pro level strats. <laughs> As of late, for the player in those battlegrounds, um, some of that bumper jumper going. You are playing on controller. I am playing on controller, and I'm getting a, I'm getting more kills on controller than I ever did mouse and keyboard. That's weird. Um, it's uh, it's I've been like so when I first started playing, like my strategy was to land on the outskirts to where I could avoid conflict long enough to like get my bearings and not like, go in those hot zones. But like now, I'm just like, where's everyone else dropping? That's where I'm going. And like and, and school always. <laughs> uh, well, like there are three maps now. Yeah. Uh, and like on 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 the on the original map, like I know like it's the school, but like I haven't heard anybody talk about the other two maps. Uh, so, Hacienda is on one of them. I've reached one. Oh, when yeah. you call any level in a video game school, I just think of Tony Hawk. Yeah. Well, that's also the best Tony Hawk level. So. Sure. Um, but yeah, like so, a lot of my matches begin usually start with me uh, making a mad dash for anything I could find and usually also involves me like throwing punches at people because I don't have any weapons and I've gotten actually like uh, like more kills like with my fists in that game than I ever thought I would. Oh, because it's all at the beginning, right? Yeah. Um, like you're not punching people to death late game, right? No. That would be amazing. Though. Yeah. Uh, but I've also, I've also started doing this thing where like if someone kills me, then... I actually like to watch and see how far they make it, and it's like because you want to get beaten by the best. Uh, yeah. Preferably. Yeah. Um, I watched this. Uh, this, uh, this guy killed me when there were like fifty people left, and I just watched him go from that all the way to winning the match. So that was pretty cool. Um, was he, he playing as Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, but no, I've been having a, I've been having a lot of fun with that game. I think the last time I checked, I've I've put like fifteen hours in that game, something like that. Um, also, been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Origins, which is um, yeah, I I'm really bad at that game as it turns out. But um, is it the platforming? <laughs> no, it's actually uh, it's the stealth. I can't I can't I don't know what you're it not, is. You're not sneaky. Can you get your sneak sneaks on? Like it's every time like I'm I'm I see I see the person I want to kill and then I'm like alright I'm gonna I'm like I I'm waiting for the moment to go out and get them 
and as soon as that moment comes, I, I, I start trying to approach them, but there's always some guy that I didn't see who, like, spots me, and then, like, the whole thing <coughs> falls apart. I've not played Assassin's Creed in a very long time. Yeah. Has the stealth in that series evolved past blend-in with the crowd? Yes. Okay. The stealth in the series is now more akin to something like uh, Splinter Cell. Uh, really? Like Dishonored had fun stealth. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but you could also teleport in that game. Yeah, Dishonored stealth was always optional. Um, yeah, and even even liked it. even mm-hmm. in Assassin's Creed, it's it's optional. In fact, like the first with because uh, I played every Assassin's Creed that I've played, like I always quickly gave up on stealth because it was just I just felt like it was unintuitive. Um, but this, it's it's more. Uh, there are more clear differences between stealth than just uh, you know, kind of going all out with it. Are there vision cones? Uh, probably, but <laughs> they are not visible to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but like not, you know, I haven't, I don't, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed before that like had like you know an actual like crouch button and didn't have anything like um, like there are actual like very clear spots where you can like hide and stuff. It's not just. And in sure. fact, I don't think you can actually blend into the crowd in this game. Not okay. about it. Um, Right. But it's very that game is that game's combat is probably the most fun it's ever been though, and in uh, in any Assassin's Creed game. But because they put it on the triggers, it's on the triggs. And that's what you like. I like, I like yeah. that. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's it's actually exactly like the the combat the the combat controls in that game are exactly Dark Souls, which I don't yeah. know if that has anything to do with it, but um, it's still a really good. It's a great time. I love that game. Uh, I'm looking forward to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, Get that cappy going. Mm-hmm. I just think that it, I, I think that they are. That, <coughs> you know what? The one thing I don't like about Assassin's Creed, and I know that it's like pivotal to the entire mythos of that franchise. I don't like the stuff that's outside of nobody does that. It's just like nobody does, but they've stuck with it for so fucking long now. Like I don't, I because I was talking to you last week about how like I hate the idea of the Fallout stuff mm-hmm. being like or the the Elder stuff being like somebody's dream or whatever. Right. I hate the idea that oh, this is all a simulation. Yeah, I I, just, I hate it. Everybody hates that in Assassin's Creed. They're just stuck with it now. Also, though, uh, turns out that uh, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs is in the same universe. Oh yeah, I didn't know that, but I I happened upon that, with by looking at optional things I realized that, so I thought that was neat. I don't have a particular affinity for Watch Dogs, but I still thought that was cool. Yeah. So, and then we're gonna find out that it's in the same universe as Rayman, which would be even better. Don't bastardize Rayman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've actually never seen like a single like I because you know how like a lot of times like a developer like will put like like, plushies or props from, like, their other franchise in the background of their games. And was always surprised that I'd never seen, like, a Rayman plush or anything. In the I think they know it would make people mad. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I think they know it would make Tom mad. I think a lot of people who have played Rayman since early 90s, mid-90s, yeah. would not be happy with that, you know? What do you, like, what about that would upset people? It's like... It's like if you saw like a Mario plushie in a Metroid game. Like I think that there are just old fans that would not yeah. be pleased with it. You know. Now that you now said that, now imagining old people saying, "I am displeased." <laughs> now that you said that, I actually, I'm actually curious as to like, I'd actually love to see. I feel like it would be similar to the reaction to New Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I mean, I I don't want to go into neutral thing anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any trivia for us? No. Mm -mm. Do you have any trivia for us? <sighs> if you say Pac-Man or Kirby, I'll be really upset. <laughs> nah. Okay. I don't know nothing. You know something. You know something. Give us an Otomi triv. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you play them and then, like, after you're done, like, immediately erase them from your memory so you have space for the next one? Honestly, almost. Like, some of them definitely blend in together, and, like, I know what the main characters look like, but I'm like, what was his personality again? And then I'll read, like, a small synopsis. I'm like, okay, I remember all of this now. Okay. Here's one. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. Well, Shanae, too, but I, I feel like you might know this. What game is Marty McFly playing in the arcade in Back to the Future 2? Not. Wait. It's, it's like a light gun game. Uh. I feel like you've asked us this before. I may have. Not that I can recall. I mean, I still don't know it. Like, what light gun game would have been out at that time? Uh, when that movie come out, eighty nine. Time splitters. No, time splitters didn't exist. Time splitters was still a ways away. Nor is it a light gun game. So. Yeah. Uh, Galaga. No, Galligan's also not a light gun game. <laughs> Wild Gunman. So, there's that. So. Alright. Alright. <laughs> in the... In a very similar vein of me not knowing anything, brings us to our topic today. Okay. Which is... I want to know stuff. I want to know more than I know right now. Okay. I feel like... I definitely have a grasp on like the games that I've played and uh, and like franchises and especially whenever I was working at GameStop and it was like my job to sell them and like know the dates of things. Uh, I still can't remember most dates, but I know like a general like I'm I, bad with dates too, dude. But I know how old I was when stuff came out and I kind of base it off that. Yeah, me too. Um, Ryan's good with dates. Yeah, so good at dates. But, like, being around both of you, I've mentioned before, like, I really admire how much, like, y'all know about, like, developers or, like, history of video games. I wish more people admired that. Yeah. Like, just people <laughs> in my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's really, I think it's really interesting and something, like, I'm envious of. Not, like, that I'm, like, that, like, I hate you for it, but, like, it's something that I uh, t aspire, it would be aspire to be more hate like. Us for it, but... <laughs> no. But I aspire Fuck to did you know that? <laughs> I just like, I was like, oh, I wish I, like, I wish I'd like, when we do trivia, like, I'm like, I wish I knew even remotely the thing. And like, some of it is like me freezing up and I'm like, oh, once I hear the answer, I'm like, of course it's that. But, uh, yeah, so I have, uh, in the last couple of months, every now and then, especially when I'm bored or I don't want to look up, I'll look up like a history of like Square Enix or Squaresoft or like Activision and just like watch like maybe like a 20 minute video or sometimes I just like go to Wikipedia and just start like clicking blue links. Sure. Uh, but like so a lot of that just kind of seems out. Maybe I do have the memory of a goldfish or and my brain retains only weird information. Uh, but like also maybe I just need to find a more either more pinpointed things to look at or different ways to look, like or different avenues of looking at things. Maybe I need to go back in like magazine stuff. So what I want you two to do. So is give me suggestions okay. of either things, like specific topics to look at, <coughs> or 
um, or different like magazines to read or things that you think that like might like or like documentaries to watch that you think might help me get a bigger scope of knowledge okay. when it comes to video game history. Good. And after this video, I'm probably going to be tweeting about it, and I know we're going to be making some check it out videos of like me, what I've been finding out, what I've been learning. <coughs> Make your list. And my experience. And I will it. try to link all the sources in the description. Okay. Okay, I mean, yeah. Because you're making a list, right? So make your list when we're done. Send me a picture of it, and I will try to link everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I also have some things that like I want to look up, and you can tell me. Pornhub. If <laughs> I know how to look that up, I don't need Dell's help with that. Sure. Uh, but like, if you think that's like, I don't know, a kind of like a wild goose chase to look at that. So. Um, one of the things I, I've been looking up, or that I've been, like, hearing a lot of is, ma like, mass takeovers in different, like, companies, like, Activision, and mainly happening in the 90s with, like, other companies. And so I was just saying, I was, <clears throat> before, um, I came over here, I was about to Google, uh, massive takeovers via, uh, via video game companies. Hmm. Um, but I kind of feel like that's, like, too broad. Well, I think that's something that... You know, a lot of the stuff that I know about video games, like just speaking of myself, a lot of stuff that I know about video games, I kind of, uh, is stuff that I just passively accumulated uh, through, like just through this hobby. Now things like, like things like that are part of like the business aspect of video games are things that you, uh, you kind of have to actively be paying attention to or be looking for. Um, like for the, like when the whole thing with the Vivendi and Ubisoft was going on, like, the only reason, like, anyone knows about that is because they were paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, you know, and... I'd say with that stuff, like, as far as the games industry as a business, uh, it's best to look at actual historical things, things that have already happened. When we look at analysts that make predictions, right? Like Michael Pachter, right? Like, that's what he's well known for, right? Who's Michael Pachter? Exactly. Well, he's a games analyst. Uh is very frequently wrong. I don't understand how these people have any credibility. They're very frequently wrong, you know? 4chan's more right than they are recently. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, 4chan got, that, got the boobs. <laughs> so, of course they're right. I'm just saying, like, I don't... I don't think Michael Factor like, has boobs. Yeah, it, it look up the Pactor Factor, like, it's this whole YouTube thing, right? And, like, when he's talking about stuff that is that has already passed... He can off, oftentimes offer valuable insight, but like when it is him making predictions, very wrong, very frequently. Yeah. You know, uh, the I video like game historian though. Have you heard of him? No, but I have been uh, watching some historic nerd. I don't know that one. Ah. Uh, video game historian is a great YouTube channel. He gives a lot of insight, especially on Nintendo stuff, but other stuff too. Only problem with him is that he is very slow to add new stuff, you know? It's very infrequent that you get a new video from him. But it's good stuff. Uh, I don't know, Ryan. Industry stuff? Business side? So, I well, guess... I mean, and that's that's the thing, too, with, like, with, with uh, business stuff, you kind of, like... Like, a lot... Like, when we did the... Uh, we did that business episode, like, what was it? A year or two years ago? Mm-hmm. Um... Like a lot of a lot of, you know, my research, 
was outside of the video game space, like you like looking at like financial publications and things like that, and people who track data like in all sorts of businesses, right? And um, it's typically more entertaining to look at uh, to go through uh, video game media outlets for that stuff because it's also going to contain. You know, by proxy, it's going to contain more of the stuff that you're interested in. It's like, while you're looking at that, you can also see, oh, like, look what's happening with Capcom this week, right? But, um... Well, I think that's it, right? Like, you pay attention to it long enough. Uh, even just like the news, right? We do the news every week, fucking five minutes a week, right? You pay attention to that stuff for long enough. Uh, you can get pretty good at predicting what people are going to do. Yeah. You know, I think that is why I can predict so well what companies are going to do because dude, I look should, at video game you, news. Should you have your own factor factor? No, but like I look at <laughs> I look at gaming news every day, every single day. You know what I mean? Like it has, and that's just Twitter. You know? Yeah. But in fact, I think Twitter is in in Twitter is actually a really good source of information about like what's happening. But you have to make you have to you also have to very closely moderate like who you're listening to. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, because like I haven't always known this stuff, neither have you, yeah. right? Oh, only in the past few years, several years, right? Uh, uh, a decade you... ago, I couldn't tell you half the shit I know now. But after five years of watching Capcom or watching Naughty Dog and you know seeing what these guys are doing uh, over and over and over again, they, they clearly have patterns, right? Yeah, and the patterns are like, once you, <clears throat> once you notice them, they're really easy to see. Yeah. Um, but uh, one name that you hit, get that you hear thrown around a lot is Jason Schreier. Schreier's awesome. Um, he's always like breaking a new story, and uh, he's probably of all the people that I follow, he's probably the most credible source that I yeah. of information that I. Uh, Schreier's to the point where like, if he predicts How do you spell something, his last name? I don't know, dude. He's, he works for Kotaku. Yeah. A lot of people hate Kotaku, with some good reason. But Jason Schreier. And that website is one of the only websites that is actually giving you journalism. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Jason Fryer, when he gets something wrong, it is usually something that just hasn't happened yet. You know, like he'll predict something's going to happen at E3, and everything he's predicted happens, but one thing he got wrong, six months later it'll happen. Yeah. You know. Um. So do you think following the uh, current, I guess, like, faces now, like, I guess, Schreider and, uh, like, Layden and stuff like that, they'll help me get a better scope of video game history and current abouts, or... I think, I think... Without having a, as much of a background as you guys? I think that if you want to, if you're looking to get information about any specific thing, you're probably going to want to stay away from... People, the figureheads? The figureheads like Sean Layden or... Because it's all PR speak, right? Because right, they're going to tell you everything that they want you to know yeah. and, and they're going to give it to you in a very specific way. I think it's still good to to keep track of those guys and what they say and what they do. Uh, just take it all with a grain of salt, yeah. you know? Like anything that they say, you're probably going to want to cross-reference it with something else. 100%, because they have an obvious bias, but at least I know where that bias is coming from. Right, well, but you can see things, right? Like you can see things like when Phil Spencer takes over and how much better he is doing, right? Like how, how that company is, has changed with him at the helm, you yeah. know? Uh, so that, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but uh, yeah, I mean, Ryan's right. They're gonna say, you know, they're, they're putting their, their, their makeup on, they're gonna say what, what they should be saying. Right. Uh, not, not necessarily lying to you, but... Uh, 
It's a it's just a version of the truth that is conducive to their business. It's just like E3, right? Yeah. Their Twitters are E3. Yeah. When Phil Spencer comes out and says, I'm going to show you 40 games today that are exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. Well, no, they're coming to Xbox first, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just that all the time. And, <laughs> I, and I think, I uh, you know, but I do think that there is value in, you know, I do think that there is... There's also a good amount of uh, entertainment value, at least, in following these people. Because it's like, <coughs> you're looking to, like, whenever you're looking to, like, you want something to look forward to, right? Like, I want to know, like, what's what's Xbox up to? What's PlayStation up to right now? If you if you want to find if you want to find that out, then they're prob they're gonna tell you, and they're gonna give you things to look forward to. Um, but when you want to find out, when you're looking, but when you're looking more for about the. Uh, about the the how and why of things a lot of the time you're gonna want to oh, we're just about well see, I mean we'll see I don't know if it necessarily stops so we'll see yeah Let's um, give it a few minutes when you're looking at the, when you're looking for the how and why of something um, again you're gonna want to look in a lot of other places and a lot of times like uh, you know one thing that uh, an approach that that Tom has, has adopted and I think that most people do this is you know you follow people whose uh, whose views and opinions most often align with yours. Um, I mean, for me, that's specifically with reviews. Yeah, you know. Um, but you also want to uh, you probably want to broaden that out a bit. But it's also there's a lot there's a lot of value into like doing like your own research as opposed to just relying on people to feed that stuff to you. Yeah, one, one and I do that with everything, which is mainly why like when I get into something, I really get into it because I'm spending all this time trying to find different viewpoints of it. Yeah. yeah. To see, see it, like, what, what it, see what it is that I'm really actually, what I actually like about it and yeah. what it's actually going to be like and how it actually like kind of affects them more than just my scope and perspective. I've gotten away recently from watching a lot of video game reviews, but when and if I do, like Ryan said, it's from somebody who typically when they review a game, I share the same opinions once I've played that game. You know, I don't watch reviews from a specific site. I watch them from specific people. Yeah, but um, and I think that trusting individual like <clears throat> editors or what have you is more important than trusting a specific outlet. Yeah. Um, but also, like the the funny the thing about you know the thing about this uh, this medium, uh, and I'd say like many other it shares this with a lot of other mediums is. Wanting to know the 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 history and context for a lot of stuff, it's like there are times when you kind of have to narrow your focus a bit. Um, you know, like do I want to know more about how like more about platformers or more about you know what what have you? Um, but it is cool to you know when you randomly happen upon you know you know maybe a piece of media that doesn't often align with you know your typical your typical taste. Like a few years back. Um, you know, we'd watch this uh, this documentary on. This still going? Still going. You guys want to just let it ride, or you want to? We can. Yeah. I mean, we may end up not getting something, but we'll see. Uh, Let's see. We can. <clears throat> we gotta find out at some point, right? We'd watch this uh, documentary on uh, Dota, I think. Yeah. Uh, specifically on the competition. On specifically yeah. on the, was, the competition. Do you remember what it was? No, uh, I don't remember exactly, but um, but it was. Like, neither of us plays Dota, nor has any interest in playing Dota, but, like, the, um, like, the insight into, like, the competitive world of that game was to, at least, at least to me, was very fascinating. Um, hmm. Is there any other documentaries y'all think, 
y'all would recommend? Uh, t tons of them. I'll, I'll spit them out to you in a minute. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, like, I think that almost the opposite of what you're saying. Like, while I had fun watching that, I retained very little of that information. Yeah. And I think, like, you know, let's say... Let's say you're really into Doom. Like, Ryan's really into Doom, right? You can watch No Clips documentary on the making of the new Doom series. Excellent, by the you way. You can uh, read Masters of Doom. That's another person. Uh, Daniel O'Dwyer read that name. Down. You can read Masters of Doom. You can read Daniel the... Daniel O'Dwyer. Oh, you can read the Doom Bible. Like, there's all these sources for that one game, but, like, if you're not into Doom, why would you want to do that? Right. You know what I mean? So, I think, like... like Learn what you enjoy. Yeah, you like know? I think that you know, because uh, uh, you have you have a very you have a fondness for JRPGs, you have a fondness for Otomi's. And well, and like you're saying, you have to narrow your focus. Whether you want to know a lot about movies or TV yeah. or video games, like you can't know everything. There's yeah. too much to know. Yeah, you know. Uh, but, all right. So, so, like, if you hate Doom, why would you do all of those things? Like, there's a fuck ton of information on the Doom series, but why would you do that if you don't like Doom? Yeah. You know. All right. Then I guess. Danny O'Dwyer, there are two things from him that you should check out. He used to work for GameStop. Uh, he had a... GameSpot, excuse me. Yeah. He had a series called Escape from Mount Stupid that is basically just retrospectives. Uh, I think retrospectives are extremely valuable, and when they're done as well as he does them, uh, you can learn a lot. He had one specifically on the Shock series that takes you through System Shock all the way through the Bioshock series. Uh, really good stuff. If you're into that stuff, retrospectives, uh, game trailers had a lot of good retrospectives. Uh, they are still up, even though game trailers is no longer really a thing. That that crew all moved on to Easy Allies, which the only retro they currently have, I think, is Deus Ex as Souls. Isn't there currently usually a red light on there? I don't know. No. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So all Easy Allies currently has is Deus Ex and Souls, but like. Uh, Game Trailers has a Kingdom Hearts retrospective, which obviously at that time, like, ends with, like, you know... Whatever the last We've been waiting was. a long time for fucking three, right? Yeah. So that retrospective is old, but, like, that series hasn't had a new entry in a while, in a while you know? Um, and then, yeah, Danny O'Dwyer started No Clip, which you should definitely check out. Uh, no Clip is nothing but video game documentaries. If it's not a documentary, it's a one-on-one -on -one interview with typically developers or journalists or whatever. Yeah, because <clears throat> I want, what I would love to be able to do is hear, like, developer names and have some sort of recollection or thought process of, like, oh, I know what they've done. Yeah. Like, I can make, like, oh, like, if you're like, oh, Epic Games is coming out with a new game, I can probably guess what it's going to be like. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, like, maybe they went in a new direction, but, like... Fort Day. <laughs> yeah, maybe they went in a direction, and they're making a, a Tomy <laughs> game. And I was just like, what? Sure. Yeah. But, like, I want to have, like, these names mean something to me without having to be told, like, okay, they made this. And be like, oh, I know that. Yeah. I want to know more than surface-level stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily want to, like... And I don't think I ever will, like, be like, oh, yeah, back in, in 92, like, Square did this with this company or whatever. So Noclip is definitely more specific, right? Like, here's the making of Doom. Here's the making of Fallout 76. Here's a GTA clan. And here's everything that that clan is all about, you know? Uh, rarely does he talk about a company. Sometimes in talking about a specific game, he gives you, like, a history lesson on that company. 
like he did one on Warframe, so he, he talked about them and what they did, did before that. But, but I also liked other, like, fun, yeah. interesting stuff. Like you said, um, like, you are like, oh, the Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs are, like, the same <clears throat> universe. I like finding out fun stuff like that. Whether I'm actually, like, invested in either franchise, like, I still think it's fun and interesting to, like, have all these small things sure. be connective. And so I definitely like learning more, even if I'm not necessarily interested in the franchise. But, like, just having, I just want to have, like I said, I feel like I have a surface-level knowledge of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But I just want to have, like, a deeper knowledge and maybe find a deeper appreciation for all the games that are coming in and out. Well, these companies. the way that I kind of, that I've been able to draw a lot of correlations between developers and what they've done before is it just came from, I've spent my childhood and actually my entire life reading video game magazines. Um, and... You see, like you see this, you see names pop up over and over again. Yeah. And then you kind of start, you kind of start holding that in, right? Like, um, you know, I think that, you know, if I, if I wasn't paying attention, like at the time when, uh, when the franchise was still fairly young, um, you know, I didn't know who Rockstar was, and I didn't have any way to connect them. Uh, I didn't know who, you know, I didn't know who, uh, you know, I wouldn't have had any context for who Bungie was, but. You know, I yeah. like I keep I I just read articles and I see those names pop up over and over again and like every time a new game comes out, I'm like oh yeah they did this thing, um, but that also came from a lot of um, and you know this this might not be for everybody but this is just how I digest information I just I'm just reading online articles all the time and you know you see and once 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 you see those names often enough then you instantly it instantly triggers something in your head. Yeah, I <clears throat> I. Growing up, I didn't really pay attention to the opening credit stuff. Of course, I'd see it, and I would recognize like the, that I'm seeing something. But I didn't really make the connection like of like this is an actual company like necessarily making it. So like. But they matter. The credits mattered less then. You know, like people don't like to admit that, but they really did. Yeah, like and when when I was younger, and my like I said, my parents only wouldn't buy me games. I got a lot of them from like my cousins and stuff. What I would do is I'd look look at video game like cases. And I would recognize, like, logos, but I didn't necessarily have a name for it. I was just like, oh, like, this is this, and that's like... I was saying when I was young, you know? Like, when I was a little boy, like, I knew even... Capcom typically meant something I would like. Even like... though that came from a ton of different developers. <laughs> yeah. That even... logo meant something to me. I was saying, even as a teenager, yeah, I yeah. didn't, like, necessarily know names. I just, like, recognized symbols. And even when I started working at GameStop, like, some of the games I didn't realize, oh... Have like a thing here. I didn't realize the Rockstar made Bully when I initially started working at GameStop. No, but, but like, like but like, but like, looking at the discs and yeah. looking at like and looking that all have like the labels. That's where I made the connection. Whether I had like the name for the company or not, I knew what their like logos were. But you, like whether this isn't with all companies, right? But with I'd say most of them, unless you're an indie dev. Uh, that logo can mean something if you have spent time with that logo. You working at GameStop when you did, you probably knew that the THQ logo meant a kind of mid-tier game, you know? Those games were developed by a fuck ton of different people, but like, that logo still meant something and you weren't wrong to think that, you know? Uh, I don't know. I, I think that even having a surface level understanding of that is like, that's that's knowledge, you know. That's knowledge that a lot of people that play video games don't have, you know. But I also think that, um, 
based on what I know of of you know your tastes in video games, um, like you're playing a lot of JRPGs, you know, especially like, um, you know, especially like over the past like, you know, fifteen twenty years, um, you're just gonna see the name SquareSoft or Square Enix over and over again. Or NX. Yeah, and I I was thinking about how like literally the only NX game that I've ever played or can recall is Star Ocean's de- uh, Second Story. That's the only game I can Well, you know, no, like Dragon Quest sure. was NX. Right. Uh, Terra Nigma was NX, you know. I but like, one. yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think I knew that, like, Squaresoft was, became Square Enix or even, like, anything about that mm-hmm. until I was in my early 20s. As a matter of fact, when that happened, NX was doing better than Square was. Um... But yeah, I think that if you're if you're if you spend a lot of time playing, you know, a very specific kind of game, uh, you know, you're gonna see you're gonna see a, a few of the same names over and over again. And I think that even even before this conversation, you had already drawn a lot of. You can already I can already tell you some. I can say square, and you'll you'll be able to rattle off some games that you know. There are things you can associate with that, right? Um, yeah. You know, I can say like even now I can say Capcom, and you know you have yeah. you have a and you have that. And most people that play games yeah. don't have that. Most people that play games do not have that. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, like how- I just wish I could like say like I knew anything. <clears throat> like I can even I know I have read it, mm-hmm. and I know I have probably seen him, but I couldn't tell you the name of the person who is the head of <clears throat> Square Enix. Neither could I. And I want to be able, be able to. Like, if these are the people that are, like, making the content that I enjoy and are a part of shaping this entire, uh, I don't want to say hobby because that seems, like, kind of small. Yeah. But this... It's a hobby. That's okay. This whole, like, I don't say business either. Well, 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 well it's well, a business. It's all the things. I know, but I want to... <laughs> there's a word I'm looking for, but I can't remember. I'll remember as soon as we're done recording, of course. But yeah, I want to, like, well, people, people are shaping this part of people's lives, and video games are a part of a lot of people's lives. I want to know more about that. I yeah. know, and I definitely want to just be more, like, it's aware of things that are going on. Like, and I want to see kind of how this entire video game genre, medium, like, it's, came it, about and is how it is today by looking it's at its a, past. It's a one-by-one thing, though, right? Like Ryan's saying, it's a case-by-case thing. You can't know everything. Uh, we're playing Red Faction before you come out. We came over, you know, and Ryan rattled off the character's name, which I don't fucking remember, but I remember it's Troy Baker. Yeah, you know, and Ryan Ryan says, "Oh, well, that must be before I knew who Troy Baker was." You know, yeah. there was a time before we knew any of this stuff, uh, and Red Faction Gorilla wasn't that long ago. Yeah, you know? I, like, I think I think a lot of this depends on in what context you care about video games. Like but, you love Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah. Learn about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. You love Pokemon. Learn about Game Freak. Like uh, I don't know, but there are like fun avenues in which to educate yourself on this stuff. Not just documentaries. I think documentaries are fun. Not I, everybody I, does. I love documentaries. <clears throat> but like, I watch I watch quite a few of them. Have you ever heard of a show called uh, Pop Fiction? I feel like yes, but tell me. Pop tell Fiction me more. was a game trailer show. Uh, so the guys that, when Game Trailers closed, the guys left and formed Easy Allies. So it's the same group of people, basically the same group of people. Some of them went to, I think, Funhouse. Anyway, Pop Fiction, now it's called Game Sleuth, right? Through Easy Allies, it's called Game Sleuth. 
same show. Uh, it's Mythbusters for video games. You know? Uh, oh, I heard the fucking cheat for Killer Instinct where you can see Orchid's boobs, so they'll do what they can to prove or disprove that. Like, that's what each episode is, just like proving or disproving. The the, that's not an actual episode. Oh. A video game myth, mm -hmm. right? So like, Missing No, they confirm that. Uh, they did an episode on Shadow of the Colossus, they've done Zelda episodes, you know. Uh, it's, it's a fun way of learning video game facts. Yeah. Also, maybe, like, there might be a... I think, I think one of the ways that I, I, I consume a lot of... Like, IMDb. Yeah. IMDb, like, you can find out, like, who, who directed the game, like, everybody yeah, who's acted I've been in the doing game, that like, more even often. down to, like, yeah. random... It's not always right, Yeah, but it's usually pretty right. Uh, I've been doing that more often, but not towards, yeah. like, um, developers and stuff, like, voice actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, like, like, who's working on what? Cause that was because I wanted to do a show on it, but then I just kind of now, like, when I look at games, I'm like, who's voice acting in that? Yeah. So. Um, and, but again, like I said, it depends on in what... In what context you care about video games, right? And 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 what about video games do you want to know? And um, and I think that you know a lot of a lot of what I have in terms of what I do know about video games is kind of it's kind of all over the place. Um, I don't know a great deal about any one aspect. Um, there are you know there are words that I hear that uh, that are terms that are used often that like that mean something to me, but. Um, you know, I can't tell you the, the, the head of every developer that I like, you know. Um, no, but, like, if there is a series that has stuck with you, you could probably tell her who directed that series. Sure. You know, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you learn what you like, you know. Um, but a lot of, but again, a lot of that just comes with a lot of, you know, a lot of reading and listening to, like, other podcasts yeah. and things like that. Um, but, like... In the grand scheme of video games and the uh, the people that are actually into knowing the stuff about video games, right? Like, most of them probably don't know who Ueda is. Yeah. But I learn about the fucker because I like what he's making, you know? Yeah. Most of them probably don't know who Miyazaki is, but you learn about the fucker because you you like what he's making, yeah. you know? Same thing with Genova Chen, same thing with even the big guys, David Jaffe, and, you know, like, all these people... Uh, Miyamoto, for Christ's sake. I'm sure many more people know Miyamoto. But you know what I mean? Like, even the people that are... near Alamato, right? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah, even Take people that, that are into... No, no, Genova Chen is... Uh, oh, Genova Chen, no. Yeah, Genova Chen Genova is... Genova Chen is like, like, Journey. Yeah. Uh, oh, near Alamato is Yokotaro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Which and I had no interest in Yokotaro. I knew nothing about him until I played that game. Yeah. But because that game had such a prof profound effect on me... I started learning a fuck ton about him, you know? Yeah. But, uh... Uh, so there's things in video game histories that I do know about. Um, uh, like, obviously, with, like, Columbine, after that, ESRB being established. Sure. Of course, Gamergate. Uh, I know some... <coughs> some about, like, uh, like, Guinness World Records, like, that are, have been faked in the past. Mm-hmm. Bill what Mitchell. else? Bill what Mitchell else? And his hot sauce. Even though that wasn't Guinness. Sure. Yeah. His um, still in the world, so. <laughs> Is there any other events you think I should pay attention to? Absolutely. You should learn about the video game Crash. I think that's something a lot of people should learn about because even if you fucking hate their games, you are playing whatever you're playing because of Nintendo. You know? Yeah. Um, 
moment 37 I think everybody should learn about it's yes it's a, it's a cool esports moment but like it it matters yeah. you know uh i don't know what else ryan um esrb yeah absolutely esrb yeah i was like oh but, i know that yeah I would, I, you know, Is I would actually, <laughs> you know, I would actually, in terms of the ESRB, I would actually, you know, I would actually pay very close attention to that, especially, especially in, in the context of the way that video games and their effects on people have been discussed lately. Um, Though I don't know who lists the ESRB now. Huh? I don't, oh, know. I don't know who that is. Who what now? Who lists the ESRB? I don't know. Oh, I, I can't tell you. Like, well, it's, it's the fucking group that met with Trump. I know. Uh... I'm gonna, I know ESA? it. ESA? There you go. Um, ESA at least has some hand in it. Right. But um, I couldn't tell you who the head of the ESA is. Um, but, you know, things like that, and especially, you know, in the context of the way that um, video game content has changed since the establishment of the ESRB. Um, and, you know, things like, you know, like we, like we talk about uh, with... Um, we were, talk we were talking about the the video game addiction thing uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and those those two things like while they seem loosely co uh, connected, they are very I feel very strongly correlated with one another because um, a lot of it is like public perception of uh, of video games, um, but learning about that stuff is is important and and learning about how the ESRB has has. Um, has shaped where video games are because without them, video games would be a very different landscape uh, than what we have. Um, but yeah, a lot of that stuff is important. And also, um, you know, again, I think that where you should start though is just like what Tom was saying, which is pay attention to the games that you like. Like you like a lot of JRPGs, learn about that shit. But as far as like important historical stuff like but, that, I think like learning about each console yeah not necessarily every console because there's too many to know about but like the main ones right Talk especially sega right like, now sega saturn <clears throat> yeah learning about sega saturn and, and sega dreamcast uh you know because like if you think about sega dropping out of video games like that's a fourth right a third at a time and a fourth at the time uh, of the industry that's just gone, and you maybe you looked at it that way, maybe you don't like because obviously there are more console manufacturers. You're always going to have your on lives and your ouyas and all that bullshit. But as far as like major players, that's a major player yeah. that's gone. Yeah, now. you think think about and there's a reason for that. You know, like uh, you know uh, Neo Geo. There's a reason that they're not like there's a reason SNK doesn't release consoles anymore. You yeah. know, like uh, learning about important consoles uh, in that aspect. Uh, I think. It's and learning to learning to compare um, public opinion of of said consoles, uh, uh, alongside you know historically how those consoles actually performed mm -hmm. in the time is important. Um, thinking about the the and I, I think Tom and I have brought this up before the um, the weird nostalgia that people have for the Sega Dreamcast, uh, despite the fact that like not a lot of people bought that thing. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying that everybody that you talk to about the Sega Dreamcast like is misplaced, like you know, like what you like. But yeah, I liked it. Um, but uh, I also bought it when the console was already dying. Yeah, bought you know? it. Yeah. So uh, thinking about things like, or uh, the way that you know, again, another point uh, to a similar point, like the way like 
people talk about the first Beyond Good and Evil game as opposed to how that game actually performed. Um, well, that's like with any cult thing, though, yeah, right? But like, I mean, it's, it's Mallrats did better on DVD than it did in the theaters. Yeah. You know, like it's the same thing. But it's but... It's, it's interesting. To, it's interesting to see that stuff and um, and also like see how see how that stuff shapes like the future of a franchise or a piece of hardware. Like obviously that, that didn't work out so well for Sega in that respect. But I also think that Sega's I also think that Sega's not doing too bad at this point either. So. Alright, so I guess like to bookend it, do y'all have any other writers or series that you strongly suggest I should watch or lis listen to or look into? Uh, I don't know if you'd be interested in them or not, but like, I love Tetris. I think everybody should watch The Ecstasy of Order. It's a few years old documentary now, but uh, it's very good. I'm internet buddies with a few of the people in that. Um, fuck. Capcom has recently put out uh, several Street Fighter documentaries that I think are very good. And they don't just talk about Street Fighter, they talk about the FGC in general. Is there any that you think are better than others that you've watched so far? It's just on their YouTube channel. They'll have like playlists for it, you know? Uh, so they, the Capcom YouTube? Yeah. It's either Capcom YouTube or Street Fighter YouTube. Not positive. It is an official YouTube, though. You got a 50-50 chance <clears throat> in that, right? So. Um, I think there's even, like, dumb shit that people can learn a lot from. If you go back and watch episodes of The Tester, that is a dumb fucking show. But there are people who are on that show... Uh, that are have very valuable opinions and knowledge. Tester is exclusive to PlayStation because it is a PlayStation-produced show, uh, game show reality type show type thing. But you probably can find it on YouTube. Another excellent PlayStation-produced show is Powers. No, that's, that is <laughs> terrible. Um, the Boss Fight book series, some of it's opinion-based, some of it's perspective-based, but there is a lot of factual stuff there. Uh, shit, I don't know, man. <clears throat> Alright, I think that's good. Yeah. I got a page and then some. Right, Do you well, have anything? No, I, pretty much everything I have to give you is on that, on that, that piece of paper. So yeah, um, I think it's awesome. Uh, thank you guys. Sure. I think, uh, this has been actually really nice. Some of the things that y'all just, like, said or names that you said that I didn't know, I just wrote those down. So also it's things like... Hey, I can maybe talk to you about this afterwards. <laughs> but, uh, Pat Contry. Write that name down. What? Pat Contry. P-A-T-C-O-N-T-R-I. He is in the uh, Ecstasy Order documentary. Uh, he also has a channel called Pat the NES Punk. Uh, he's not going to teach you about jack shit besides Nintendo NES. Yeah. Do you like those things? But uh, I'm down for that. It's very informative. He has a, a book. I can't remember what it's called, but you should buy it. He reviews every single NES game. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of them, so. Yeah, that is. Seven something. <laughs> That's. Yeah. Just seven games. Seven hundred something. Yeah. <laughs> just seven games. Uh, but yeah, if. Uh... If you also, if you um, here's something. If you want some historical context for uh, Red Dead Redemption, you should definitely watch a show called Winona Earp. <laughs> <laughs> Don't gonna, do that. You I'm could not... you could watch uh, listen to Red Dead Radio though. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could do that. 
Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be a lot more active on our Twitter. Uh, so don't lie. Yeah, I'm don't not. make promises you can't take. Take us out. Take us. Uh, sign us off because I think we're running out of tape. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. But yeah, so if you wanna tweet at us or email us or or put it on just <laughs> put it on Discord, which I may not check, but they'll let me know about. No, we will not. Do not put anything on Discord for Shanae. She doesn't exist there. Yeah. I I'm uh, real bad you about might that. see her name, but it's a great out because she's been signed out for fifty seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we love you guys. I don't know. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching us. This Goodbye. is Tommy Shelby, Ryan Robinson. Bye, guys.